1: She has a tummy ache from eating too much Vegemite. And you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, we're pitting facts against fending off fertilization. We are taking on the male pill. This is a topic that you've all been asking for, and it's been making headlines for years now. We found tons of news stories that said male birth control is just around the corner. For the past 50 years, the responsibility of taking a daily birth control pill has fallen squarely on the shoulders of women, but that may soon be changing. Scientists have announced that they've developed a male contraceptive pill that has been showing impressive results in lab mice. Researchers have spent decades trying to develop a birth control pill for men, and according to a new study, they may finally be making headway. Seems like we've been oh so close to having this male pill for years now with a big fat nothing to show for it. Is this a big tease or are we really on the edge of a breakthrough? Because now the stakes seem higher than ever in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which has got a lot of people thinking, oh crap, what do we do now?
0: A lot of people in this country have also been looking up options when it comes to contraception and reproductive health care. With Roe v. Wade out, women will be asking more of men in the family planning department.
1: Now, even before Roe v. Wade was overturned, it seemed like we could use more options here for spermers, especially when you realize just how many pregnancies in the U.S. are, whoops, a surprise. One big study looking at national data found that in 2011, 45% of pregnancies were unplanned. Yeah, almost half. So today on the show, we're going to find out where the heck is the male pill? Will we ever get there? Just a note, we're using the terms male and female birth control because that's how a lot of the research talks about it. And a lot of the research is in cisgender people, but we're going to use inclusive language where we can. So. People who make sperm basically have just two forms of decent birth control in their ballpark. Condoms and vasectomies. We know condoms are great. They're very handy against STDs. And they're very effective in preventing pregnancy. But only if they're used perfectly. In the real world, they fail 13% of the time. Vasectomies? They aren't cutting it either. I mean, okay, they they are technically cutting it. The surgeries are very effective, but that requires going under the knife. And if you change your mind and want to reverse it, it doesn't always work. So overall, you have to be pretty sure you want to hop off the fertility train. And even though the female pill has its downsides, there's one great thing about it. You get your fertility back if you just stop taking it. So we want the same thing for spermers. A male pill. Why don't we have it? Well, to answer this, one of the first things I had to figure out was, how are babies made? Just kidding. I may sound like I'm 12, but we can skip that part. But really, is it that hard to figure out how to stop sperm in their tracks?
0: For sure. And you might say, why?
1: This is John Amory. He's a professor of internal medicine from the University of Washington. He specializes in male reproductive health.
0: And I'd say because the physiology of men and women is so different. So women, when they go through puberty, they make an egg every month, unless they're pregnant. And because then they turn off egg production.
1: Yeah, when you get knocked up, your body ramps up certain hormones like progesterone, and basically hangs up a, sorry, we're closed, sign. The ovaries then know to stop sending out eggs. And part of what the female birth control pill does is mimic this process by ramping up these same hormones. And that stops the egg in the same way. Take the pill away and voila, all systems are a go. And we've known this for ages. Scientists first saw it way back in the 1930s when they were pumping hormones into animals. And by the late 50s, scientists had figured out the female pill. And today, there's lots of options that are effective. Implants, injections, IUDs, patches, rings. So that egg-stopping process is pretty straightforward because we can mimic what happens during pregnancy. But when it comes to sperm, there's no stop sign.
0: Men start making sperm when they hit puberty and they do so until they die. And there's nothing for us to mimic. So, um, yes, I think physiologically, it's easier to make a female than a male contraceptive.
1: Yeah. For sperm, they may look cute and innocent, but put them all together and there are beasts to tackle here. And a big reason why is that they've got strength in numbers.
0: Men make a lot of sperm. Men make about a thousand sperm every second or every heartbeat.
1: Yeah, basically, the biggest challenge for male birth control is that we need to stop a big buttload of sperm. Big ball load? The amount of sperm in a single ball load is nuts. A healthy man puts out around 15 to 200 million sperm per milliliter of semen. Per milliliter. That's like just one-fifth of a teaspoon. And that's not even a full load. Like, generally, when a dude comes...
0: Total sperm, you have around 30 to 300 million per ejaculate.
1: Like, what? That is insane to me. When I picture this, I think of that scene in Lord of the Rings where there's a sea of orcs continuing to be born by the second. It's basically that, but multiplied thousands of times over. Yeah, that is a lot of sperm in just a spoonful of splooge. So when it comes to birth control, we need to cut that hoard way down. But the good news is we don't have to go totally John Wick and kill all the sperm. To stop pregnancies, the target is to bring that sperm concentration from more than 15 million down to 1 million sperm per milliliter. And The wild thing is, we almost had something that could do this decades ago. It was back around the 50s. There was this drug called WIN-18466 being developed by a pharma company called Sterling Winthrop. And the way they came across it as a birth control was pretty much by accident. They were developing it to fight off parasites, amoeba infections, and they were testing this in rats. That is, until they notice something weird. Usually, it's not hard to get rats to have babies. They can pop out a litter of pups every few weeks. But the male rats getting treated with this drug, they weren't making any babies.
0: Couldn't get any pregnancies. So, um, they looked at the testis and there's no sperm. And they're like, holy cow.
1: <laughs> right? They also noticed that when they stopped the drug, the rats were fertile again. It was fully reversible, and it seemed like the rats were fine. No side effects. The scientists thought, hey, this might be a birth control breakthrough. Would this work in humans? So they decided to do something that today seems pretty sketchy. They organized an experiment at a prison. It was at Oregon State Penitentiary starting in the late 1950s. They got 60 men who were prisoners, gave them the drug, and watched what happened with their sperm. About a year in, everything was going pretty darn well.
0: Looked great. All of them had their sperm counts go down, stop the drugs, sperm counts come back up, everybody's happy, they seem fine.
1: Their sperm counts plummeted. They were infertile, just like the rats. A scientist's dream but it didn't last too long.
0: And then they discovered the unanticipated side effect.
1: John's mentor was one of the people researching this drug, and he told John that one guy in the study started getting really sick. Sweating, vomiting, nausea. At first, they weren't sure why this guy was so sick. When the other people taking the drug were fine. They examined the guy, and they said, You know what? It seems like he has alcohol poisoning. But he wasn't supposed to be drinking. He was in prison. So they asked him, have you been drinking cleaning fluid or something?
0: It turned out that somebody had smuggled a guy in, you know, a bottle of Jim Beam or Jack Daniels or something. So he pulls this out of his coat and shows it to the investigators and says, no, it wasn't cleaning fluid. (laughs) It was this. (laughs) And that's when they knew they had a problem.
1: Here's what was going on the drug messed with the body's production of sperm by disabling an enzyme in the balls. But this same enzyme also breaks down alcohol in the liver, meaning the enzyme wasn't working right, so the alcohol stuck around and acted like a toxin, leading to those nasty side effects. So if you were on this drug for birth control, you'd have to give up alcohol. They knew this would be a hard sell, so they halted the trial and gave up on this drug as a male contraceptive. Scientists, like John, are actually poking around this enzyme again. But no luck yet. And yeah, in the past 60 years, there's been a lot of other stuff tested. But basically everything has had performance issues. And no male pill has made it to the market. It's hard to say exactly why, but John told us that part of it might be that we got the female pill first. Right around the time of that prison experiment, female birth control was approved. The first contraceptive pill became available in the U.S. in the late 50s. And then the floodgates basically opened. Within five years, it was a major player in the U.S. birth control scene. Millions of women were taking it. So it's possible that this slowed down research into the stuff for sperm. We don't know for sure, but it does look like female birth control tends to get more money. For example, one database found that in 2018, female birth control R&D got five times as much in funding than male birth control. This was just a segment of our full episode on male birth control. To listen to the rest, just search for Science VS in Spotify and click on the mail pill. When is it coming? We look into the research still dribbling out and tell you about the most promising drug yet to try and stop that orc army of sperm. I'll see you over there. Thanks for listening.